Welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. In our last episode, the team successfully made it out of the tunnels controlled by the I-Fiver Spiker Gang. Now they're on their way to the Methodist Church in the Redmonds to find and retrieve Father Lawrence Cohen. The sooner they find him, the sooner the team can help Nick Luciano put his life back on track, not to mention get paid. Our GM is Max, and he's plotting a course through the shadows for our runners. Pollux is played by Rhett. Zoe is played by Sarah. Odysseus is played by John. Gears is played by Jay. And Sunny Day is played by Cassie. We hope you enjoy listening. Transferring between the Redmonds and Bellevue is going from Knight Errant to Lone Star Territory. So you stay on the highway for this point in time. You pop off the highway, getting off into the Redmond District. And there are signs that says, says, there is no security beyond this point. <laughs> oh, good. I like that. Don't I live in the Redmonds now? Yeah, you you live in the Redmonds. Towering skyscrapers are slightly dilapidated. Concrete barricades here and there. The potholes in the roads aren't that bad in this part of the town, but they can be. The diversity of the Redmonds is, is, is good. It's a decent amount of human. There are some dwarves, orcs, and trolls, uh, but the majority of humans and orcs. It is a fend-for-yourself kind of neighborhood. You pull off, drive down one of the main streets until you get to a side road, and uh, you're pulling into an area where there is the sidewalk, and then the parking lot kind of, uh, and then they're buildings. So the buildings are set back from the road itself, and it's a, a long strip. The buildings are generally four and five stories in height. You can see the Methodist Church not too far, a gleaming beacon of safety in this terrible, terrible neighborhood, except for the fact that the Methodist Church and the nearby buildings, which one of them is a uh, loco food, uh, share the same parking lot and have a fence that runs along the perimeter of the area as well as the parking lot. So it's even though it's a beacon of hope in this dreary area, it's still got barbed wire fences around it. The uh, parking lot has a rolling gate up to it. So you have to like drive up and roll it out of your way to close it or leave it open. But somebody has went ahead and shot it as you guys are arriving. This is a, this was a later in the evening, right? It was like six thirty, seven o'clock at night. So you're, you're on the street. It's like, no, it's actually after eight o'clock. Because, it's at, oh, that's yeah, right. Because it's that's when all o'clock. the games fell out. It's after eight. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh, you're on the street. There's a bit of sidewalk. Then there's the chain link fence that runs around the perimeter of this like three building complex. You can see the church. It's five stories high. Big glowing white cross made out of uh, bulletproof plexiglass so people will stop shooting at it. <laughs> the two vehicles come to a stop on the road. There are people nearby. Look, homeless, squatters, a mixed variety, some gang people not too far away, a burning barrel, some people eyeballing your car. Guy walks up with a little spray bottle and rag starts squirting into your windshield. Hey, man. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, man. <laughs> Just odd. Five yen, man. I'll clean your whole windshield. Five yen, man. I give him five yen to not clean my window. All right. He takes it and leaves. Good. <laughs> All right. So you're here. You're outside the church. Okay. So uh, did we go into the church parking lot or are we outside? The gate has been pulled. So that you, the gate has been pulled uh, shut. Uh, you don't, you don't know. You haven't 
gone up to investigate to see if it's locked, chained, or anything like that. There doesn't seem to be an attendant to the parking lot. Should we park in a different parking lot and sneak in? How are we? We don't have a plan, do we? Well, we don't even know if this guy's here. So that we need to have access to the systems to find out where this guy is. So that's why we're here right now. All right. Well, you're within 10 meters, so that means Zoe's ability to access any kind of wireless uh, system is going to be greatly improved because she's so close. Uh, I'm going to begin a sensing. Okay, Zoe? Yeah, I guess I will see what kind of systems are active. All right. Doing a matrix perception at this point in time, there are street cameras in the area. Loco Foods has an up-and-running uh, series of icons. The church has an icon as well, but you don't see anything other than one icon near the front of the church. In the AR, you can see a glowing cross with Jesus Christ uh, nailed to it, floating out front of the church. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> you know? So one icon to the church, a lot of icons to the local foods. The third building in series I haven't really mentioned because it is vacant. There is an icon there, but it's mostly to a realtors for the purpose of renting. Um, and I will go ahead and try to put a couple of marks on their system so I can get into it. You're going to just buy some? Um, well, it depends on am I on public grid or their grid or... You're on public still. Okay, so I want to talk about that real quick. Your lifestyle dictates, the lifestyle that you use for the majority of this running and whatnot dictates what grid you have access to. If you want to get to a higher access grid, you either have to find some back door that gets you in or get a higher lifestyle. And it's minus... Two. Right, minus two. But to put uh, three marks on it, it's minus ten. Yes. But you only need one success. Versus whatever the system rolls against you. All right, seven. I do know what your limit is for your, uh, I do believe this is your uh, sleaze. Not like it matters at this point, but I'm just kind of like probing there. It would be uh, six. Okay, that's the deck plus your sprite bonus. Right. All right. They rolled! And they glitched. This is, this icon, pretty much, once you take access to it, no need to make any other rolls, it pretty much opens up to you. It's a simple advertisement uh, asking you to take a moment to reflect upon your life. You see a bunch of gospel and scripture information, several files located into it. Uh, this doesn't seem to access anything else. It's just an icon relating to the location of the church and a bunch of text files. Is there any way I can dig deeper around it to uh, see if there's anything hidden? Yes, you can make a, you'll make an actual matrix perception roll, searching for things that are hidden. Okay. As you begin digging through these few files and whatnot, you find an admin's file that was hidden, and it sits there and says that this, uh, as you're reading through all the different things, lots of information, it sits there and, and it's an ad, the admin file says instructions for our icon. Put lots of scripture and gospel information up. We do not intend to have any sort of wireless access for this church. The funding is not there. We'll do everything in that other kind of tech that you have. Admiral responds, we call that throwback. Another response back, okay, fine, call it whatever you want, but that's what we're going to want in-house. Just some stuff, nothing big. We don't need a lot of fancy things admin comes back sitting there saying, well, fancy things are kind of nice and allows people, and they, you know, so it's a short, 
text bicker between, hey, do you want wireless or not? No, we don't. So it means if they're using throwback, you got to get up to a terminal, a mag lock attached to the building, a camera of some type that you can cut and splice some wires real quickly so that you can gain access to their system. Once you've gotten to an actual physical device that's hooked to their system, you're in. I got nothing on Wi-Fi, guys. They're throwback all the way. Do we know what this guy even looks like? Yes, we do have a physical description. I believe we also have a photo of him yes. that we got from the from Don the, Louis. Yep. I don't remember his name, but all I remember is that his nickname was Chunk. That's all I remember. Yep. His name is Lawrence Cohen. Ah, right. And his nickname was Chunk. All right. Ascensing, what roles did you get? By success, threshold was seven. All right. The background count here is a big old fat delicious four. Oh, this area is filled with a whole bunch of creepy creep, man. You can still see remnants of the fire like two decades ago. You can see the area of the astral space is twisted and warped. You can see all the d individuals who are passing up and down the street. They are saddened and their increased amount of emotions has put a big damper on it. As you're looking around, that's the background count of this area. The building's background count is about a six. You also notice that the building itself has an incredible earthen appearance. You remember as I was describing you some time ago that the earth itself has its own personal like magical barrier and that passing and looking through the earth doesn't work so well. And that led you to dousing yourself with dirt, protect yourself from being looked upon astrally. That actually works. And it looks like this building is actually taking advantage of that as it looks like it has had some level of magical barriers placed up to keep prying eyes from being put out. Needless to say, the building next to it, the vacant one, and the loco foods do not have that. So in the loco foods, you can see that there's at least three past people kind of milling about. You can see one individual who's working the front desk. And in the vacant building, you can see at least half a dozen people inside the building itself. I'd say we go in from underground from one of the other buildings if there's any kind of sewer system going between one or the other. Unless there's some sort of physical magical barrier blocking that particular entrance. No, you would. I would describe to you a magical barrier, but you're just seeing some sort of, you're not supposed to look in here kind of visual barrier, sensing. Mana barriers and physical barriers would have a different, different appearance. Okay. And be spherical, if I remember correctly. I say we find a throwback terminal for Z and see if she can at least get a location of the guy inside the building. At that point, we can figure out which way we're going to go in. I would agree with that. But I think we have to get up to the building for her to find an access point to it. Nick's like, well, then the first thing we should probably do is you know, get in there and park and, and just go find him. Yeah, yes. you're going you're gonna to take lead, Nick? You're going to take neat lead? He <laughs> pulls, back the, pulls back the gut. Yeah! Okay, well, let's go. By oh. the way, is it pink? No, it's not. It's, it's not pink. No, it's, it's not. Sunny's not like that. Not, not a lady, girly-looking gun. No, no, no. It's just a gun. Gun. It's very simple. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not the runner of this show. Well, I mean, are we just gonna sit here and look at the place, or are we gonna go in and get him? If you keep talking, you're gonna sit here and look at the place while we go take care of things. I'm just saying we're wasting time here. Just... They're they're just sitting there diddling. Come on, this is taking... All right, you can stay in the van. I'm not going to stay in the van, Doc. I'm staying in the van. Good. 
So, yeah. I don't know. I think he did pretty good. He shot a couple people for us. You're not helping Gears. Yeah, <laughs> see? I got someone on my side. Yeah? I'm standing the man. <laughs> Composure. Composure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Uh, Odysseus is putting... um new clips in his guns, because he doesn't want to go in with less than, than popped off. Okay. Um, piercing in the submachine gun now. So we need to look for the best place for us to make an entrance into this facility. So mm-hmm. if we have to drive around a little bit, do some recon real quick, maybe you can fire a little dragonfly, bumblebee, whatever it is, around to find us a good spot. That would be awesome, Gears. Is the building itself surrounded by a fence? No. The parking lot is surrounded by a fence, and the backside of the building is as well. There is one part of the building that does not touch the fence, and that's the entrance to the loco foods. All the other parts of the building are part of the parking lot and the fence and so on and so forth. So if you went into the loco foods, you might find access to the rest of everything. Otherwise, you're going to have to pop open the gate and get through that way. That's the first thing without any perception dice rolls and scouts flying around. So, Jay, are you going to go do anything? Is Gears going to do stuff? Um, I'm just going to follow, and I've got my drones ready. That's it. Okay. Well, Sunny just mentioned that you should probably fly your little dragonfly bumblebee thing around to uh, start looking for a better way for us to get in. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. I mean, unless you just want to keep egging on this guy so he causes us trouble. Right. Um, yeah, I'll fly my little bumblebee thing around and check and see what's going on. All right, does anybody else want to make an attempt to do anything? Uh, like, Rhett, do you want to get Pollux to actually astrally project and go flying around? Yes. And uh, Zamora, did you want to do any more matrix hacking or anything like that, looking for extra information? We already got old schematics of the building, right? No, the, the insides had been burnt out about 20 years ago. Okay. After the Brotherhood uh, no longer worked here, and the building was left empty, remodeled, and nobody ever put any blueprints up for a remodel. Okay. I guess I'll keep that up in, like, the background, just, like, as a background program or whatever, kind of, like, up on, on my deck, just so I can kind of change it as we go. Okay. Keeping, keeping a constant watch on what's going on in the Matrix. Right. Okay. Gears. You... Uh, take control of your little dragonfly and begin flying around. Circling the building, you do see that there is a flight of stairs that go up to the third, fourth, and fifth floor of the church itself. That's on the backside. Looks like it's a pretty fancy-looking fire escape. There's several balconies on the third and fourth floor, but not the fifth floor. There is a fire escape ladder that goes to the vacant building, All of those accesses are behind the fence. The Loco Foods, on the other hand, has enough dumpster and containers out front of it that if a skilled individual might be able to jump to the roof of the Loco Foods, because it's only a first floor building, and then from there that might be able to get you over the fence. You know, you climb the Loco Foods and you drop down behind the fence. Problem is, there are cameras out front of the Loco Foods that'll see you. Flying around the vacant building, you can see that there uh, is a busted-in section of the front of the building, and homeless people are in there. That's the something you notice as well. I'm trying to think of the last thing. 
homeless people, loco foods. Ah, yes. If homeless people are inside the vacant building, how do they get in? Through the front door? Well, there's a gate. So imagine it's like this. You have a building that's long. There are three parts mm-hmm. of it. Loco foods, the church is in the middle, and the vacant building's on the end. From either edge of the loco foods, the fence goes all the way around. So they're all connected, one building. One connected building, yes. Okay. And the fence um, stretches around from one corner of the loco foods all the way around the parking lot back over to the other corner of the loco foods. Yeah, what do you think? Loco foods? Is that like a like a convenience store or something? Okay. And it's a, it's a run-down one. It's not in operation. No, it's in operation. There's people inside buying stuff. Where's all the homeless people? They're inside the vacant building. And that's on the other side of the gate? That is on the other side of the gate and the other side of the long building. Okay. And the church itself, does it have windows? Yes. Can I fly my drone right up to the windows and look inside? Yes, yes, you can. I just kind of want to look and see if I see anyone in there. All right, so the church building itself is five stories tall. On the outside of the building, there are two flights of stairs that both go up to the third floor. The first floor of the church building itself seems to be, what do they what do they call it? I forgot what they call it. Where you put paper over a window to block out the outside world. For the first two floors of the church building itself, they're blocked out, papered over and stuff like that. Getting up to the third floor, um, you're able to fly into the stairwell itself that attaches to the third floor. And you can see that there are doors and this is like a, a hallway, a breezeway on the third floor that connects other doors. And you can see a door that sits there and says, welcome all brothers and sisters to the United Methodist Church of Redmond. You know, so and you can see like the entranceway. You also see cameras and uh, the front door of this church, which looks like it's going into maybe a large open room filled with pews, has a comlink terminal sitting next to it. Make a perception plus intuition roll. Don't think I have perception. Intuition. So if, so it's only three. And make sure you're defaulting on your intuition then. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> Zero successes. All right. Fair enough. Would I use the perception of my drone? You'd use the, you could use the, pil- the piloting sensors of your drone, yeah. Clear sight would be the program for perception on your drone. Do you have that program for your drone? Clear sights? No, I don't. Then it's going to be its sensor. No, it's going to be a pilot, and its limit is its sensors. So it'd get okay. like it would get three dice if I remember correctly. What's its pilot program at? Piloting is five. So it would get five dice. So I would do five and. That's it? That's it. That's all it gets. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, no. a, that's a critical glitch right there. Yeah, all right. So you're flying your drone. <laughs> zipping it around and whatnot. He's going to make his perception check. Oh, man. He glitched as well. All right. So you're seeing this door. You zip for a moment. You stop. You land. You look at it. And your drone doesn't pick it up. You didn't even hear it as you're sitting there playing with it. 
But a guy walks out of another door, starts heading toward the staircase at this point in time. The drone takes off to do another flyby and flies right into this guy's face. Ah, he begins freaking out, swatting at what the hell the hits. Hits the drone. Drone goes down to the ground. He's like, oh, God, it's a giant bug. Ah, ah. Starts doing a hat dance on your drone. Can I fly it away? Yeah, let's just do an initiative real quick. Are you? A- I'm assuming you're AR'd in. Are you cold simmed yeah. or hot simmed or something? Um, I'll hot sim. All right. So you get your 3d6 plus... Uh... 3d6 for initiative? Yeah, because when you hot sim in, you go to 3d6. So that would be uh, 6, 2 is 10, plus 8, so 18. All right, you get to go first. This guy's got a 1 plus maybe 6, so he's got a 7. I'm going to fly away from him. All right. He's desperately trying to swap the giant metal bug that's attacking him. Ah, ah, ah. Is it in my hair? All you saw as you came around was mouth and teeth. You were like flying straight into his face. (laughs) All right. So you fly Um, away. So I'm going to fly it back and I'm going to let everyone know what I saw. Word for word, what you said. A giant mouth of teeth. And the, the giant mouth. <laughs> well, the cool thing is you could have uh, broadcast that signal to a few people's phones so that they could see. Okay. You know. oh, that would be fun. I would have done that. All right. So the, your drone comes limping back after being sp- swatted like a, a bug. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, so this is a group of people that take in like hobos, right? Uh, well, it's a church. It's a Methodist okay. church. What's that? They, they, like, take in gang members, right? Yeah, they take in anyone trying to give them the word of Christ. So, I'm thinking, I look kind of like a gang member. And Sarah's character is low, what, low income, low, whatever you were saying earlier. Could we, me and her, maybe, like, sneak in? You are all dressed really nicely right now. You just got finished with a meeting with Don Louie, so... I thought we did something before that. No. (laughs) We just went straight from there. (laughs) But I showed up in, like, a leather jacket and stuff. Yeah, you're the only one who looks kind of bummy. And you're driving a nice car. Right. Well, I could ditch the car. I don't think she would but be happy no about point that. There's no point just me alone sneaking in. I was thinking if me and Sarah could sneak in, then she could, like, if we could pose as bums, we could get in there, and then she could tap into the system. Well, let's let's backtrack a little bit, because you gave us a lot of information on the feed while you were having uh, your thing buzz around. What way looks like it's going to be the best entrance? Are we talk- Does it look like finding some... Is there a way to to get to those stairs? How do we get to them? If you can get through the gate, you can get to those stairs. Okay. So if the gate's locked by a lock, someone with electronics, uh, mechanical skills of picking locks, gears, could pick the lock gears and get you guys into the parking lot gears. Um, <laughs> while the bug was flying around, Zamora did see several access panels that were on ground floor level of the building itself. So mm-hmm. she doesn't have to go up the stairs to gain access to the building's internal security systems. Okay. And then as far as video cameras go, pointing towards this gate, what are we looking at? You didn't see any. We didn't they, see they any. They pointed to the... What you saw where they were pointing at the stairs, 
and that was it. Oh, well then, yeah, let's just go for the gate. If there's no, that's what I thought, that there were cameras towards the gate. Yeah, that's why I was like kind of expressing the cameras in the hallway near the stairs. Yeah, okay. You know, we could probably just purchase the clothes off the bums hiding over there. And that would just give us our camouflage immediately. Why would we even need to do that if we don't need to camouflage? Well, I mean, if we want to get their attention and bring them forward as if we're trying to become part of their congregation. We're not here to make friends. Would there be any advantage to me going up on top of the dumpster to the second floor, like you were saying? Yeah, you could probably easily clear the dumpster, get on the second floor, and drop behind the gate. Get drop behind the fence. Or gears could pick the lock and drop behind the fence. Or you guys could hunt out and see... I don't have a pick lock skill. I just have, I just blow locks up. That That's the pick locking skill I was okay. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> if the lock has been blown to pieces, that's picking locks. Right. And you have like 12 of those, right? Yeah. Well, I got 10 left, but yeah. I mean, I could hack the mag locks too. That's also an option. I don't think that's a mag lock. I think it's just like a. Ah, like a little. A padlock. Right. Yeah. And the last way to get in, of course, is like I said, there were homeless people inside the vacant building. They got to get in somehow. So there's probably a hole in the fence somewhere. Well, how about um, Odysseus can go up the dumpsters onto the second floor and drop into the fence area while Gears pops the lock on the fence so that if anybody comes out hearing the pop the lock, I can take them out from a different angle because they won't have to suspect somebody's already in. I think that sounds good. All right. If that's what we're going to do, the yep. leader has said yes. Nick is like, yeah, do something already. Man, this shit's boring. All right, so listen, Nick. I'm only going to tell you this one time, and this is your one warning. You stay in the van. You don't mess with the van. You don't get out of the van. You don't talk to anybody. You stay there until we come back. Okay, Doc. This is my uh, my negotiation. This is my lead. I don't know. Is it leadership? This is leadership. All right. Let's see if he cares. He probably doesn't care, but still. One, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. Let me write that down. And don't touch anything. And, and don't touch anything. You said that twice already. I get it. I get it. I'm not touching anything. Inside the van, outside the van. I'm just going <laughs> to sit here with my hands in my pockets. Good. John, to clear the dumpster and get over the local foods is going to be an acrobatics test plus agility. Uh, your threshold is a two. J to set off the bomb to pop the lock. Your threshold is one. So I got to beat a one. Demo plus logic to set the little bomb and make it blow off the lock. What plus logic? Demo plus logic, yeah. Demo plus logic. I'm just going to buy the two successes. All right, you're over the fence and in the grounds. I've got 12, so I'll just buy it. All right, you pop the lock. Um, do I need to make a stealth roll? Because I don't want to make a whole lot of noise. Oh, yeah, if you don't want to make noise, then yes, I would suggest a stealth roll. You can buy successes or you can roll. It's uh, going to be agility plus stealth. Jay, do you want to try to make this stealthily explode? Yeah. All right, that would be a logic plus stealth. Sneaking? Yeah, sneaking. I keep saying stealth from playing too much Pathfinder. Great. You guys are quiet. The lock gets popped with a tiny little explosion that can barely be heard because he muffled it inside of like a Gatorade bottle. (laughs) You clear the loco foods, land on the ground, and begin sneaking. You didn't even hear the 
explosion go off, but you knew the process of what he's doing, and you can see him sliding the gate open. Are you going to control the van so it drives into the parking lot? Should we park the vehicles outside somewhere or inside? I'd say leave them outside. Let's go and drive them through a fence so they'll lock it behind us. Yeah, I, I say leave them outside. Okay, that's fine. Then we'll yeah. leave them outside. All right, so Nick's uh, watching. I'm the- sorry, what, what type of gating is it? Does it look like my van could drive through the gate if it really wanted to? Okay. <laughs> it looks like a tri- an orc riding a tricycle could drive through the gate. <laughs> okay. Which would be more entertaining than watching your van drive over it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys leave the vehicles with Nick. All right, I should say, let's say it this way. You leave the car in charge of Nick as you guys head into the building. Because I'm pretty sure the car can handle Nick. Christine is babysitting Nick. You guys are walking in. John, how do you want to approach these two stairs? Stealthily and ready to <laughs> shoot anything that's coming down them. Do you have a weapon drawn? Uh, yes, I'm gonna. I'll have my um. I'll have my pistol drawn. Okay. You begin walking toward the stairs. Now, if you can imagine the building is long, we're going to say the left side, right side. Left side is where the local food is at, and the right side is where the vacant building is at. There's two flights of stairs up to the third floor. The left side, the right side. You're approaching to the left side. Those stairs go along the length of the building. So as you're moving along the left side of the building toward, you're heading straight toward the uh, opening of the stairs. They then turn and go up, where the stairs that are on the right side actually link go along the length of the building. And I, we will see that here in just a second. Everybody should be seeing changes to the map. I will now zoom in on everyone's location. You, of course, can see the whole map. Mm-hmm. Bam! Did everybody see that? On the roll 20? Yep. And we have everybody here, including Alan. Alan's here in spirit. Make sure you can move your tile. Okay. I can I can move anybody, so you're fine. Yeah. And look, there's a camera. So, as you can see, the first flight of stairs is here. That's the stairs to the right. We're going to drag Odysseus over this direction. And here's the other flight of stairs. You see that, John? Yes. So I'll um yeah I'll I'll just I'll check out that first flight of stairs. So the fl- the flight of stairs goes up to a breezeway. And you can see the walkway goes both, at the top of the stairs, go both to the left and the right. So you're moving up the stairs stealthily with your gun out. The rest of the group is approaching from this side. We will start with... Alan, what are you doing? I'm running away. Goodbye. I'm not here. Goodbye, everybody. I'm supposed to be... All right. Alan's now gone. All right. So gears. Go ahead and position yourself. You can see the uh, stairs over there. I don't don't want to take the lead. All right, then, then don't move. All right, uh, Pollux, you're next. You want to take the lead? All right. Zoe? All right. Oh, two people on top of each other. Let's do that. All right, right here is a security panel. Where's John's character? He is over that way in comparison to where you're at. Okay. I'm going to hack some security panels. All right. How are you physically getting open this locked box? <coughs> gears. <coughs> gears. I guess I'm gonna. Is that am I gonna damage it by blowing it with a lock popper? Probably so. Yeah. 
It's the lock is a small one of those small brass locks, you know, that use the little fake looking keys to pop them open. Yeah, someone got like a hammer or crowbar or you have a van full of tools. I gotta go back out. So get, I'll go back and get one. Yeah, you could always call Nick and get him to bring yeah, one. Yeah, no, no. No, I'll go Whoever back. Just said gate. it's gonna get slapped. That's the game master. Did. Yeah, yeah. I'll take care of You'll slap later. me later. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept. A crowbar. All right. And a hammer. All right. Crowbar and a hammer. He's grabbing some tools. The mechanic brings tools with. You get back over to the box and begin doing so. During the time period that you guys are hanging outside, you can hear it sounds like a door open and some footsteps. John, where have you moved to? Are you staying on the stairs? I'm staying at the top of the stairs. All right. So you come to the top of the stairs. You need to make a perception check. Somebody just walks out of a door. Unless you want to, like, dash down the stairs and try to hide, or what do you want to do? Perception is in is intuition and perception, correct? Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and roll. Not a problem. One suggests all you need to identify that to get the, somebody's about to come through this door right next to you. There he is, the dude in a business outfit. Actually, this is all I had, but basically he looks like, you know, nice white shirt, clean-cut kind of individual. Okay, um, I'll I'll back down the staircase uh, just around the corner so he won't see me immediately. But yeah, I'll I'll get ready to uh, subdue him. All right, he's gonna make a perception check. His intuition is three. He doesn't have anything in the perception, so he defaults to just two dice. He makes no successes. All right, yeah, he's critically glitched. He's got his face into a book. He's reading some psalms or something, and he goes walking by you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, Jay gets back with the crowbar, pops the lock. Zoe then hacks the system. This is a hardware plus logic roll to wire it so that you can interface. One success. Not a problem. You pull out some, you pull out a data cable. You fiddle with it for a minute. You rip the head off because the wires are a little bit old. You cursed yourself. You sit there and fiddle with a minute to, you reach into your pocket. You, you, you pull your deck out. You open it up and whatnot. And you start kind of like sticking the wires into the actual port itself because you ripped off the head because it was old. This box is not very secure, but you're getting it to work. You have now gained access to the system. You're going to go ahead and drop some hits. Take it over. Uh, three hits is what you need. Three marks, I should say. The system has a, a, a rating of about two. Bam, it gets one. You got one. The antique modem and system computer, whatever they're using on the inside of the building, didn't even put up too much resistance. You're able to slide in and take over and put some marks on, take access. So now at this point in time, I know most of y'all can see the map, but I'm going to position out some cameras real quick. There's one camera. Here's the next camera. Now, the reason you can see all these cameras is because Zoe is broadcasting to all your devices. Right, Zoe? On the back of my jacket, too. Oh, yes, on the back of her jacket. She's got an awesome jacket that displays stuff. All right, so now you should see the main church room, the two guys in the main church room. All right, okay. All right, now this should give you guys eyes for the nursery. See a couple of cribs? The crib. Uh, all the way over near where John's at. Access to the school. There we go. And then there was one last one to go here in the social hall. And then the last one. Alright. So, there's a camera in the hallway. Um, camera over there. You guys get to see a different couple of rooms. One room has some kids in it. 
and an adult, and then you can see several other halls. At this point in time, in all the rooms, you do not see anyone who has the same kind of appearance or that matches the reverence picture that you were given. Okay. Um, being accessible to the actual layouts of the computer system, you do find an in-house fire escape plan. And the fire escape plan says that the, because this is the third floor, the fourth floor is where offices are located at. And so there's a possibility if he's here in building, he might be in an office. Or as well, you might be able to find access to more data files there. Do they have um, like key cards or something that would let people in and out of the building to gain access? Yes. Yes, there is. But she also has access to that same system, a quick dice roll, and she can just unlock all the doors. Well, no, I mean like because that would record whether or not he's in the building or not. That's very true. Do you want to look for those kind of records? Yes. All right. Uh, matrix perception roll, which is logic plus computers. Your data processing is your limit. John, what do you want to do while she's doing computer stuff? I guess just uh, keep an eye out for anyone coming out of any other doors because I don't want to. I don't want to start moving until I know where we're going. Okay, you can hear from the other side of this door that there's the sound of children. From your position, you can hear kids on the other side of this door. Just FYI. Alrighty then, it's, and it's not a critical thing. A glitch. It's just a. I know. It's a. It's a glitch. No, no, I think so. One, two, three, it's four, success. five. It's not a success. It's not a Your successes. Zero. Zero. You know what that means, right? Yeah, you do. All right. So uh, while you're you're messing with the system, uh, Pollux, what do you want to do? So we have access at this point to the doors that we're standing next to. You have no idea. She's currently playing with the computer at this point in time with her computer keyboard in hand, going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try the doors and see if they're even locked. All right, so you're going to move up the stairs trying to get to those set of doors that you can see, right? Yep. All right. Go ahead and walk up there. As you get around the doors, you can see that they're made of glass. Unfortunately, I can't make them out of glass. But I can do this and then this. That's the delete button. All right, go ahead and move yourself back up to where you're at. This is a maglock glass door right here, so you can see through it. You can see that there's a guy on the other side of that door, chilling out. He's sitting in a chair against this wall. So as you move up to look and go through that door, there's a dude on the other side. There are no cameras in here that can see him, but when your character moves up to about here, you can actually physically see him sitting in there. Alright, uh, since you didn't say anything about stealth, I'm going to go ahead and give him a perception check to notice you. Okay. With his two measly dice. All right. You think he saw you? Probably not. That's when he gets a one, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. It counts against yeah. him. All right. So you want to do what? Well, I'm looking at him through a glass door. Yes. I mean, it's, the, it's completely made of glass. We're all being stealthy at this point. I'm just kind of looking back. Do I have where Odysseus is at this point? Uh, no, you don't. Jay, could you mute your microphone, please? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. No, you do not know where Odysseus is at this point. You know he did come through a different direction. Okay. I don't know. Do you guys have an open mic, kind of giving an idea which is where each other are? I'm not the I'm not the expert on that, so I can't answer it. Zamora is saying yes. So you would see on Zamora's jacket Odysseus moving up and down the other stairwell. 
So I can tell that we're basically looking at the same guy. No, there's two stairwells. He's on the other one. Oh, okay. Um, can I start moving yet, or do I just get to stay there? You can move. I'm going to hang out. I'm just going to hang out by the glass door. Get my axe ready just to pop it open if I have to. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. I'm helping. You're, really. you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna stand there and help? Yeah. All right, this is going to be good then. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're, you're watching from where your position is at. He's kind of like staring over like he saw something move. You stop moving. He stares in your direction. Although you know he can see you, he just kind of like shrugs it off like he doesn't know what he's looking at. Because he just tried to swallow a metal bug. <laughs> All right, Jay, uh, you're standing in the stairwell while Zoe is hacking. Did you want to do anything? You saw Rhett, Pollux move up the stairs. How's my drone doing? The one that smacked into his face. Uh, we're going to say it's probably taking like at least one or two physical. Okay. And and these are cameras? Like this thing that I'm pinging here? Yes. Can that camera see Pollux? Hang on, I'll tell you. Yes. So is someone watching those? I guess I'm going to ask Zoe. Is someone watching those cameras? What's a, What are those cameras there for? They're CCTV, so either somebody's watching it or it's being recorded. Uh, if somebody is watching it, they're on site watching. So they're going to see him right there. Yes, they're also going to see uh, Odysseus over here too. Okay, I'm just going to wait. Okay, back around the zone with her wonderful role of nothing. As you've wired into it and you're punching away on your keyboard, trying to find out some information, trying to look for this maglock information. <laughs> Your phone rings off. It completely cancels out and pushes all of your other icons. Some sort of sleeper program is active on your deck that tells all other programs to kind of stop what you're doing. An important phone call is coming through from Cat. listening to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick right up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. A big thank you to Joe from Relative Dimension for hosting our podcast. We'll catch you next week, chummers! for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.